nice to see you, to see you. To feel How you nice. Doing I'm okay. Indeed. <laughs> when welcome to a very special spooktacular of the dog's reduction. <laughs> well, that's why we're bringing a new trend in. We're going to be bringing out scary slightly. Yeah, well, we're, we are a bit creepy anyway, aren't mm. we? I must admit. Is that why no one would talk to us in university? No, I think there was a number of reasons, but uh, the main one is we find this kind of macabre subject matter really fun. Uh, it, it's nice to talk about outside of Halloween, which makes our Halloweens kind of boring, if you think about it. a special episode where we look on the internet and find some creepypasta, some very poorly written creepypasta, and just riff on it. And this will be your first experience of it, wouldn't it? Yeah, I don't know anything about creepypasta until you actually mentioned it to me last week. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm you on this. You can teach me. Well, we'll teach each other about the internet and slowly become better at it as we go along. I have an English um, literature degree. That might help us. Not a degree, A-level. A-level, not even a degree, A-level. <laughs> it won't make this any less painful. I'll let you know that now. But some of this stuff, I, it's not even the spelling mistakes. You won't be able to see the spelling Pardon me. Uh, the spelling mistakes in these things. I they saw are, them. I oh, saw you them. Saw a few. But it's more about how the stories are written and trying to judge how old the person was who wrote them. And you'll get a fairly good idea once you start to see all the creeping up cliches, the ghoulish storylines uh, and yeah they are quite shit um, there's a few good ones there are a few good ones like the Slenderman mythos spawned from uh, somethingawful.com as some uh, a person who posted some really well photoshopped pictures uh, online uh, along with the story itself um, yeah that even reached Supernatural I think don't yeah. quote me on this. Well, maybe you can quote me on it. Let us know if I'm wrong, because I really didn't like that episode. But I'm pretty sure there was a Slender Man-type figure. No, there was. It was based on a website. He came from a website, The Myth, and then he came at... Well, people faked him in real life, because humans wow. are creepy beings. That would be quite a good... Uh, I wouldn't mind watching that, actually. What season is that? Uh, I think it was last... I think it was eight... But I didn't personally. I personally didn't like the episode. I see. Yeah, that's one of those. Well, 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 well I might get to that. And I'll give you my full review. <laughs> You'll at some get point. to that. How long have you been on season <laughs> one? I have a list of recommendations and uh, TV shows to watch. But you, uh, you'd want to tell me to watch the first season of Prison Break. Another person has already told me yeah, to get into that. Yeah, only watch the first. Actually, slow. no, maybe watch the second one as well, but don't watch past that. See, I can't do that. You I can't, can't because, watch. like, then you'll just be really disappointed. <sighs> yeah, the, like I, the first season would. was brilliant. All right, the second season yeah. was all right, but you've got Bill Fitch Thickenough. I don't even know how to say his name. You know him. I do not know. Yeah, him. Bill William Thickenough, Fitchner, Bill Thickenough. Oh. Yeah. The model. The Wait, what? <laughs> basically, the model-looking guy. Is he a model-looking guy? Oh, well, he looks he looks good for who he is. All yeah. right. I, I don't know if we're thinking about the right per the same person, but maybe. Oh, that's a good point. I, I, no, my current track record, I'm probably thinking of some guy from an unknown TV series. Sorry, we're babbling now. Yeah, creepypasta. Um, <laughs> creepypasta. Um, so, yeah, one thing that's always struck me about this creepypasta is 
it, it's, it's usually quite poorly written. Um, it's it's like the kind of when you've gone to a creative writing class in say college or high school. And maybe you've gotten a good, a, a little, not even an A, just a star for your little story. <laughs> and you think, I can write good now. So you, you start watching these films like Clockwork Orange and, and for the first time you think you know what dark is. So you try spinning off your own little horror story or whichever you prefer. Maybe because you saw The Grudge and thought some of the elements in that were really scre- it's creepy. And they were, but those were written, you know, those were written by proper writers these stories are the equivalent of the brooding teenager who thinks he knows what horror is and he wants to portray his horror on the internet so others can see it and there are generally some quite good ones out there there are a lot of ones based on video games which is just uh, really annoying i, I read a couple of those they were yeah. terrible it's worse than fan fiction it really is worse and than fan, fan fiction is terrible in itself at least fan fiction, you know what you're getting. But these guys take themselves seriously. It's, and it's it's always based on some sort of cliche, like a video game that's really popular at the time, a lost episode of a TV show. I, I, read, I read one that was like well. Sonic slash The Ring, and it was oh. terrible. It sounded like an eight-year-old had written it. Actually, I'm so, pretty sure I've seen better writing from an eight-year-old. Give us the gist of this story. I what don't think the, I got uh, to the end. Oh, <laughs> but it was just like someone, some guy had received a Sonic game in the mail, but it had Sonic written on That's it. That's another one. It, they always receive it in a very mysterious way. Yeah, in the mail, way. but it wasn't an actual legit CD, okay? It had Sonic written on with black ink. <laughs> And a note, a note from the guy's friend saying, please do not play this because the guy will try and kill you. But I didn't snap it, so, you know. No, you could destroy it, it just don't play it. It's too late for me, don't play it, just destroy it. And then he was just that's, like, even yeah. though he's my best friend, I still played it anyway. And then I think that's where I stopped because he kept saying light during the the whole story. He said it about 20 times in one paragraph. And I know Americans, they use the word like instead of a comma. If you've heard, yeah. like, Californians speak... Kind of like Scouts. Yeah, if you've heard Californians speak, instead of, like, pausing with a comma, they say, like... I should give you an example, but I can't think of any words now. Give me something to say. Anything starting with the phrase, and you know what? And, you know, like... Um, <laughs> I went to the mall and, like, bought some shoes and, like... Oh. Yeah, so it was like that. Like I'm going to keep saying like during out this whole pod throughout this whole podcast. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that. Like there, there's certain phrases that will always creep up. Like <laughs> I, I just used it just now. <laughs> I'm Americanized, um, but the words hyperrealism. <laughs> oh, this photo that came with the photo. Fo- it wasn't just real. It wasn't just a cartoon. It was hyperrealistic. You know, and I, I, this this word is so comical but for some reason it always pops up in so many of these things i don't know why they always use the word <laughs> hyper realistic it's like it, it's it's, they, it's i think they think it they're just going against the trend they're doing something that other people wouldn't regular folk wouldn't that yeah. it's only lo- creepy losers that try and be different that use it I, yeah, I, I apologize I, for like saying all of these people are losers some of them are probably perfectly lovely people but, Maybe. you know, not the judging about, by their writing, they're not. The thing about that word is um, it makes you realise, yes, this is the 90s, this is probably the late 90s or early 90s generation of people writing this because up until, say, Pokemon that had Hyper Potion, um, no one used Hyper to say this is, you know, really powerful stuff, not just 
good stuff. Um, no one said, this is not just an orange, this is a hyper orange. Uh, but after Hyper Potion came out, everyone started using, like, oh, it's not just powerful, it's hyper-powerful. Did they really? I, I was not aware of this. Oh. <laughs> I was <laughs> it, not it's aware. Just that, it's just something that cropped up, and you can tell that some of these guys are they're using phrases that you can, self, you can trace back to your childhood in a way. So, seriously, I thought I wasn't with it in the modern generation, so I'm not even with it in, like, back-in-the-day generation, which is where I thought I was stuck at. Oh, uh, but you, you knew about Pokemon. I knew about Pokemon. Pokemon. I still do. I still play it. Of course, yeah. I'm a twenty. Um, I'm almost 23 years old and a graduate, and I still play Pokemon. I'm 24, and I have every gym badge there is. So <laughs> yes. I've, I've battled the Elite bitch. Four several times over. <laughs> Some things are timeless. Yeah, you know? and Pokemon's one of them. <laughs> um... All oh, right, we were oh, supposed to be talking about yeah. creepy pasta. <laughs> of course, um, yeah. And well, here's the thing: I, I found a little list that I was able to compile of certain cliches that these are the general cliches you'll find in creepy pasta. Okay, number one: uh, stories involving the soon-to-be murderous children of cartoonishly abusive parents. You get you get these in almost everything. Number two: anything starting with the phrase. I know you're not going to believe this. <laughs> or, I used to be a sceptic too, but... <clears throat> they get really bad. I really yeah, I've that. seen Number all of these th- <laughs> so far. <laughs> Number three. Anything starting with, I used to be normal, but... <sighs> Number four. Anything in a story that uses plot points with the numbers 6, 13, and 666. <laughs> you know 666 isn't actually the devil's number. I know. I've seen, uh, what's it called, World's End with Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's 999, really. No, I don't think it's even 999. I think there's a one in there somewhere. I know, that was just a really shitty plot point. I have n- I don't, what film was that? The World's End with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Uh, not, not The World's End, sorry. Uh, oh, what was it? Something End. But basically, the film came out in 1999. So, so the end the of Arnold Schwarzenegger's career. Thing. So, <laughs> hey, that guy's going strong. Really? I respect that guy so much. I've seen Pumping Iron, and if you haven't, you should too. Pumping Iron? He's, he's, yeah, he is. He's smarter than is that gay people porn? give him credit for. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger, as you know, he used to be Mr. Universe, and he's won it five times in a row. Did he? I thought he could only oh, end yeah. to once. But he, we find out in that film that he doesn't just love working out but he gets the same effect of ecstasy one would get from sex from working out okay yeah he describes it as it's like coming he doesn't love other women's body he likes his his own body oh he loves women's bodies but he just gets that euphoria from working out right and it makes you realize that is why he is as pumped as he is okay so i don't want to watch that movie should we carry on with the list you should though. <laughs> oh, yeah, but um, number five, and I've got like a whole bunch of these. Number five, falsely believing something is over and in creepy shit happening any again, <laughs> again anyway. Uh, number six, using this actually happened to me or this isn't creepypasta, it really happened in an attempt to turn up suspense. It only kills it, really. Uh, you have to believe me or you won't believe this. I... Uh, if, if it was real, you wouldn't be writing it, okay? When you don't take yourself seriously and you just want to tell a story, that's great. But when you... And it probably worked in the early days of the internet, but this isn't the days of Blair Witch anymore. <laughs> you know, you can't fool people anymore. 
Okay, number nine, ending the pasta with, you're next, or <laughs> you read this as well, didn't you? This cursed scroll. Uh, number <laughs> eight. Scroll. <laughs> number eight, making the first word, letter, every paragraph spell out something, or something cryptic that, you know, they give a false sense of, this is quite a smart piece, you know, which usually <laughs> comes up to the lines of, don't look behind you, <laughs> or check your wardrobe, or, or something. Oh, my God. Pointless violence and excessive gore. That's number seven. Most of the time, it's just lame. It's just for shock value. And real horror doesn't come from, you know, someone outright just bleeding everywhere. Number nine. Oh, sorry, number ten. Starting a story with... Don't read this, or you'll be cursed. Or similar, we'll just make people not read it. It's kind of like number eight, really. I'd probably still read it anyway. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're all schmucks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd schmuck probably bait. be the guy that found the Sonic game and plugged it in to start playing it anyway, even though I was warned that it would kill me. <laughs> I, Why I was I just taking the fifth? I would probably do that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You'd be more scared about it having a virus on your computer. Yeah, really, but I've got anything. a Mac, yeah. all right? So I think I'm oh, safe. there you go. Of course, that's fine. <laughs> There's two more. Number 11, file extensions. Now, what these are are when they include some sort of JPEG or something that's meant to make it more realistic, like a blog. Some, someone that's writing a blog that goes over time and takes time to actually come out, they put in entries so that it looks realistic and every entry has some more foreboding stuff. But usually these blogs are actually more informative than real-life blogs, uh, which uh, ironically kills it. So, yeah, it's, 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 some of these also aren't, aren't good for your computer, I've found. Um, some people actually complain about them, so careful with those. And number 12, using the word hyper-realistic eyes, hyper-realistic <laughs> images. Uh, so just oh, anything involving hyper... <laughs> hyper-realistic. Um, this one I like. Whenever they describe the monster or the thing that's chasing them, maybe 90 times out of 100, they will have empty sockets for eyes or bleeding eyes. Or, hey, or, hey, hey. Or, when I was younger, I wrote yeah. a short story called Lizard Eyes. <laughs> I, th I, th I thought I should just let you know about that one. But that one was a <laughs> story I entered into a competition and won. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yes. And that was the days before Creepypasta. That was the days before Creepypasta. Ah, oh, you're making me feel so old. That was the days before Creepypasta, and it got published, and that's the only thing my mum tells people about. That was when I was, like, 12. So my mum hasn't been proud of me since I was 12. Congratulations. You might have been the actual trendsetter. <laughs> yeah, lizard eyes. Some guy with phenomenal. lizard eyes were chasing a girl. <laughs> now, lizard eyes can be quite creepy. I always remember the opening... Uh, intro of the Go the Goosebumps show. Do you remember that? Yeah, I used to love that. Um, and the little dog that would suddenly get lizard eyes. Nowadays, it's, it's hilarious as hell. Um, but back then, it gave me shivers. Ooh, ooh lizard eyes I on anything. I used to love it. Okay, no, because... Oh, yeah. yeah. okay, so, listeners, I should probably tell you, I'm a bit sadistic, all right? And uh, I don't get creeped <laughs> out by the stuff that you get creeped out by. I quite enjoy it. If mm. I'm staring at my shelf of DVDs now... None of the scary movies in there are scary apart from the documentaries on serial killers. <laughs> See, I think, I think you are the only one that would go, uh, it's not scary. See, it's written by someone at the end or something. Yeah, like. fiction, fiction to me is not scary. Okay, yeah. maybe slightly creepy occasionally. Not creepy creepypasta creepy, because they're not creepy. Mm. But yeah, real life is the scary stuff, all right? 
Yeah. But I, that, yeah, that, but I exactly. still indulge in the real life serial killers mythos and stuff. I'm so weird. <laughs> Oh, it's not zombies I had a thing for it, serial killers. I, I, I remember um, you telling me about that book you had. I actually ended up having the same book. Um, what yeah, book? I, think I, had the I same read book. a book. It was uh, a, a, a 1001 Crimes. Oh, I've got uh, that. Serial killers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've yeah. got that. Uh, that's when I knew we were meant to make this podcast. This is not um, about serial killers, it's about creepypasta. <laughs> Oh, I mean in general. <laughs> <laughs> Make a podcast documenting, uh, documenting all our victims. That's our spin-off that for the Creepypasta podcast. The Dork Seduction podcast, caught. sorry, not Creepypasta. Yeah. If we get caught, we'll have a fandom. We might be able to get out like Jeremy Clarkson. You know what, serial killers do have fandoms. Uh, yeah, I know. There, wasn't there a couple that uh, almost had wives because of their fandoms? They, I, I'm pretty sure a lot of those, because they're allowed to get married when they're in prison. I don't think they should ha- really have any sort of rights or contact with the outside world if they're imprisoned for serial murder but whatever there was a whole thing about british women uh falling in love with these miami jail uh, prison road convicts i, I think I, I read something that there was like a magazine of convicts that people mm. could buy so oh. mug shots oh. of all people that have been imprisoned and then you can write wow. to them so, so, so like women, the women get the magazine tinder. and they pick men out and they write to them they're literally flicking to the right as they look through all these faces. Yeah. My God. Oh, God. <laughs> That's so where more scary than any creepypasta on this list. Before I, before I read out our little tale of the crypt tonight... Um, oh, well, is the list finished? The, oh, the list is okay, finished. Cool. Uh, but I'm going to quickly give you a rundown of about some, some of the forms these, these creepypastas take. Like, obviously, you get your stories, like lizard eyes. Um... <laughs> You know, you get your main stories I'm that just, just tell I'm a so story. I'm so just publish that on Degree Pasta now. It, <laughs> exactly. The, the book should. that it was See in has been discontinued, so it needs a second life. Hey, yeah, could do it if you can. Um, <laughs> we should but write these our are own. Usually, these are usually the best types of creepypasta because they're not taking themselves seriously. They're telling a story, and, you know, it fulfills what it sets out to do. If the monster is great, it's good. The only thing is they fall into the whole line of, you know, soulless eyes, and the monster's just another generic pale slender figure mm. which is another thing there's so many slender man rip-offs now but then we get to the the other story which is told from the perspective of a supposedly real person who is about to die uh, is dead or can't live his life anymore he's going to commit suicide because he can't live with what he's just seen and these are the ones that try to this is where it starts to try and be real which has its own fun fair of comedic value if you if you will then you get the game creepypastas like we've already told <laughs> Which are just uh, <laughs> they they work on the 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 like the pokemon lavender town theme was one of the originals that because it was actually embedded in reality um there was some news about japanese children getting severe headaches from the original uh, lavender town theme because the old game boy could emit sounds that grown-ups couldn't hear but children could so we, when we listen to it on YouTube now, it sounds different from what it would have sounded like as a kid. So that is quite creepy, actually. It's like stuff that kids are seeing that we aren't hearing, that we, we can't hear ourselves, mm. that we can't help them. Then there's the lost episode of a TV show, which is unbelievably dark, has satanistic symbols, or, you know, one of the characters rapes or murders someone and never, you know, mentions it again. Obviously, a lot of these are kid shows to make it even darker. Um, <laughs> there's one about Spongebob where Squidward commits suicide. Oh, it's, it's... we should send that to Lana. 
Oh, she'd love that, wouldn't yeah. she? <laughs> but yeah, these, this is just... I, I love how they can be categorised, basically. But yeah, if you're interested, I'm going to ring you, Jeff the Killer, and I want you, Tarmim, to give me your honest opinion about what you think about this. Okay, I have it in front of me as well, so I can look at any spelling mistakes. You've just sent it to me, so I've opened it up. Perfect. And uh, one thing I should note about Jeff the Killer is the image... It's quite lengthy. Yeah, it is quite lengthy. I'll be as quick as I can, but, you know, I'll still keep it at a certain performance level. The image that came with this is a lot more famous than the actual story itself, you know. No one really cared about the story. I mean, these creepypasta people, they they have a community and they love each other. So, (laughs) you know, they always see them rating up their own things. uh, (laughs) Yeah, they rate each other. That's the only reason they get ratings. So when you see one that's been rated down by the community... That means one of the outsiders have come in and actually looked (laughs) at it with an... And they had an objective point of view. Oh, yeah. Oh, (laughs) yes. Or, even better, the story is so bad, even the creepypasta guys are going, what the fuck is this? You know, this (laughs) is creepy. (laughs) But, yeah, I take you now to the tale... Of Jeff the Killer. <laughs> okay. Uh, it should be noticed that the, f- the story starts off with the excerpt from a local newspaper, which says, Ominous Killer. Oh, no, Ominous Unknown Killer is still at large. Can I just say, I actually quite like the fact that they're inserting the newspaper article in the story. It's not a real newspaper Yeah, I know, article, I know, I know so. that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, I know it's not a new, real one, but I like I like bringing in other media into it. Okay, like mm, like I where, if if, we, if I was filming a horror movie, I would so record a news a, a news program and insert it in, or any sort of. But movie. you would actually include the picture of the newspaper. Would be nice. Yeah, that would you know, be nice. That would be quite nice. This is just two sentences. Uh, also have it in a, of... yeah. Also have it in a different format. Exactly. <laughs> okay, yeah. carry on. I'm keep interrupting. Carry on. Oh, no, no, dude. I'm going to read this sentence now. After weeks of unexplained murders, the ominous unknown killer is still on the rise. After little evidence has been found, a young boy states that he survived one of the killer's attacks and bravely tells his story. So this is a story about the survivor telling his story. And here we go. This is exactly what I was talking about before. Cliché number one, the survivor. <laughs> <laughs> This really happened, dude. Okay. In fact, <clears throat> should we should we take turns reading this? Do you uh, think? Yeah, you're the only one that's read it before, so yeah, we I've could do read, it. I've read the synopsis of it. I haven't actually read all of Jeff the Killer. Okay, but I've read the synopsis. All right. Sh- shall I shall okay. I take over this bit? <clears throat> yes, you do. I had a bad dream and I woke up in the middle of the night. <laughs> Wait, sorry. <laughs> Straight off the bat. Okay, no, keep going. <laughs> so, sorry, let me just cough. I had a bad dream and I woke up in the middle of the night, says the boy. Says the boy. He hasn't... Okay, sorry. Okay. I saw that for some reason the window was open. Even though I remember it being closed the night before I went to bed, I got up and shut it once more. Afterwards, I simply crawled under my covers and tried to get back to sleep. That's when I had a strange feeling, like someone was watching me. I looked up and nearly jumped out of my bed. There, in the little ray of light, illuminating from between my curtains were a pair of two eyes. 
These weren't regular eyes. They were dark, ominous eyes. They were bordered in black and... And then the suspension marks just plain out terrified me. That's when I saw his mouth. A long, horrendous smile that made every hair on my body stand up. The (laughs) The figure stood there watching me. Finally, after what seemed like forever, he said it. A simple phrase that said in a way only a madman could speak. Oh, perfect. Well, well, well done reading that. <laughs> I didn't crack <laughs> up too much. <laughs> Straight away, you're starting to see some <laughs> borderline cliches popping up. Uh, it's, 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 uh, you know, fair enough. He, at least he does paint the scene. Ominous, but, ominous, ominous. Uh, ominous, ominous, ominous eyes. <laughs> Uh, they were bordered in black and just plain out terrified me. That's a, a very easy way of saying, oh, I can't think of any more descriptions that would actually make someone terrified. I'm just going to say how I felt. Yeah. Because <laughs> no one can argue with that, right? Yeah. Okay, you ready for the next bit? Oh, are you taking it or am I taking the next bit? I think you should do the voice. <clears throat> me do the voice of the creepy Jeff the Killer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he said, go to sleep. I let out a scream. That's what sent him at me. He pulled up a knife, aiming at my heart. He jumped on top of my bed. I fought him back. I kicked, I punched, I rolled around, trying to knock him off of me. That's when my dad busted in. The man threw the knife. It went into my dad's shoulder. The man probably would have finished him off if one of the neighbours hadn't alerted the police. Because... Oh, creepy paranormal monsters are afraid of the police. Yeah. Did you know that, kids? Yeah. <laughs> Straight away, the dad comes in and gets a knife thrown at his shoulder. Um, this monster, he's obviously really good with knives. He only took one, though. Uh, <laughs> and threw it at his shoulder. <laughs> he fought back, though. He kicked and punched. He rolled around. I don't know what rolling around will do, but he rolled around, <laughs> trying to nook him off him. Yeah, so, well done, Dad, for coming in. I mean, no one here actually screamed. Oh, wait, no, he did, didn't he? He let out a yeah. scream. That's why his dad came in. Come on, keep up, Chris. Oh, of course. I'm sorry, I'm going all senile here. <laughs> Almost 24 now. Um, yeah, so, yeah, so far, so <clears throat> good. We're having a ball with this one, I think. Uh, shall I read the next one? If you'd like. Thank you very much. They drove into the parking lot and ran towards the door. The man turned and ran down the hallway. I heard a smash, like glass breaking. As I came out of my room, I saw the window that was pointing towards the back of my house was broken. I looked out to see him vanish into the distance. I can tell you one thing. I'll never forget that face. Those cold, evil (laughs) eyes and that psychotic smile. They will never leave my head. Wait a minute. So he will never forget that face, but all he talks about is... His eyes and his smile. How about, you know, any other defining features, like a scar, his <laughs> hair colour, what shade of yeah. colour? Was, was he olive-skinned? Was he pale-skinned? I mean, I mean, looking at this picture, which is supposed to correspond with the story, you know, you could think of some pretty... You know, it's not going to be hard to find this guy in a lineup. let's just say that. You know, um, the guy looks like someone's really rude caricature of, say, Michael Jackson or something. Yeah. I, I, haven't, you know? I haven't seen the picture. I'm just going to judge. You haven't seen no, the picture? No, I'm just judging by what you're ah, telling me because I don't have okay. the picture. In that case, we're going to get to the end of the story. Don't look yet. And 
we'll show you the picture and let's see if that matches oh, what's coming up. Oh, is the picture at the end of the story? I think it might okay. be. Okay, I haven't scrolled that far down. <laughs> Are you getting scared? Yes, I'm terrified. <laughs> it is quite an, uh, it's quite a creepy photo. But, if um, it's of Ted Bundy, the story... then I'm terrified. Oh, no, you're fine. If the, it, hopefully the story will make you laugh enough to actually make him quite lovable. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> so here we go. Police are still on the look for this man. If you see anyone that fits the description in the story, please contact your local police department. So what this is all supposed to be part of the so, that, you know, creepy eyes, man. <laughs> Not many people have that. And plus, he can throw a knife like a jackhammer, I swear. Um, okay, here we go. This is, I think this is getting into the meat of it now. Jeff and his family had just moved into my into a new neighbourhood. His family had gotten a promotion at work, and they thought it would be best to live in one of those fancy neighbourhoods. Jeff and his brother Lou couldn't complain, though. A new, better house. What's one not to love? As they were getting unpacked, one of their neighbours came by. Do you want to be her? You do, do you want to be Barbara? Uh, okay. I d I, well, okay, people have said I look like a Barbara, so might as well. <laughs> Hello, she said. I'm Barbara. I live across the street from you. Well, I just wanted to introduce myself and to introduce my son. She turns around and calls over her, her son over, sorry. Billy, these are our new neighbours. Billy said hi and ran back to play in his yard. Well, they can they can quote her, but they can't quote Billy. Or Billy. <laughs> well, okay. that's Billy. All right. <laughs> we'll never see him again. Well, said Jeff's mum, I'm Margaret. These people have such old names. Barbara and Margaret. It's like, oh, my God. It, it's like a child imagining what an adult's name would be. Yeah, and Billy is like, maybe he saw a Simpsons episode with Troy McClure <laughs> earlier that afternoon. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, said Jeff's mum, I'm Margaret, and this is my husband, Peter, and my two sons, Jeff and Lou. They introduced themselves, and then Barbara invited them to her son's birthday. Jeff and his brother were about to object when their mother said they would love to. When Jeff and his family are done packing, are done packing, Jeff went up to his room. What? Went up to his mum, sorry. When Jeff and his family are done packing, Jeff went up to his mum. Oh, my good God. <laughs> Do you think they would have fixed that? Oh, my God. Oh. Okay. Mum, <clears throat> okay. why would you invite us to some kid's party? If you haven't noticed, I'm not some dumb kid. It sounds like he is if he wrote this. Uh... Jeff, said his mother... We just moved here. We should say, show that we are. We want to spend time with our neighbours. Now we're going to that party, and that's final. <laughs> okay. Wow, Mum. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Jeff started to talk, but stopped himself, knowing that he wouldn't do. He couldn't do anything. Whenever his mum said something, it was final. He walked up to his room and plopped down on his bed. He sat there looking at his ceiling when suddenly he got a weird feeling. <laughs> Not so much a pain, but a weird feeling. <laughs> I can't describe it. You have to go with it. <laughs> he dismissed it as just some random feeling. Another oh God, feeling. <laughs> oh, God, the feels. Uh, it's hyper-realistic. <laughs> hyper the story is hyper-realistic. Okay. He heard his mother call him down to get his stuff, and he w and he walked down to get it. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. The next day, the next day, the next day, 
Jeff walked downstairs to get breakfast and got ready for school. As he sat there eating his breakfast, he once again got that feeling. <laughs> okay, this time it was stronger. It gave him a slight tugging pain, but he once again dismissed it. As he and Lou finished breakfast, they walked down to the bus stop. They sat there waiting for the bus, and then, all of a sudden, some kid on a skateboard jumped o- over them, only inches above their laps. They both... Who does that? I don't. Who does You know what? Those kids in Kingston, they're pretty Asbo-ish with their skateboards. I but, but I, I doubt they actually... Just, just inches from your lap while you're sitting in the bus stop. Really? Yeah, they wouldn't do that. They're stupid. They'd actually crash. Yeah, because they crash into. No, actually, no. This is. Amer- I think this is set in America. They have different bus stops. I'm assuming mm. to us. By the way, uh, this Jeff character—they're really trying to, you know, show his kid adulthood. Um, oh, he has to go to a party. You know, that's a real serial killer origin. Uh, forced to go to a party <laughs> with your mum. Yeah. With your so mum and your little brother why. or sister, whoever Lou is. <laughs> I can just feel those feels feeling in my, in my soul Oh, right God, now. those feels. Those feels. Okay, <laughs> all right. They both jumped back in surprise. Hey, what the hell? Because that's what every teenager says. Exactly. Hey, what the hell? <laughs> the kid landed and turned back to them. He kicked a skateboard up and caught it with his hands. The kid seems to be about 12, one year younger than Jeff. He wears an Aeropostale shirt and ripped blue jeans. I don't know what that is. That must be some sort of brand Uh, I've never heard of. Must be the 90s. Yeah. Okay. Well, 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 it looks like we've got some new meat. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That is fucking 90s. (laughs) Suddenly, two other kids appeared. One was super skinny and the other was huge. Oh, my well, God. It's like, the, it's like the bullies out of the never-ending story. Yeah. Like, suddenly they appeared as well. Mm. Um, bulk and skull from the Power Rangers. <laughs> well, since you're new here, I'd like to introduce ourselves. We, I'd like to introduce ourselves. All right, then. Mm. <laughs> uh, over there is Keith. Jeff and Lou, and Lou looked over to the skinny kid. He had a dopey face that you would expect a sidekick to have. And he's Troy. Who calls their child Troy? He's Troy. I, I, I think Troy's quite cool. Now. I do I not say. like it. <laughs> they looked over at the fat kid. Talk about a tub of lard. This kid looked like he hadn't exercised since he was crawling. Wow. <laughs> Kick them while they're down, Jeff. Yeah. Well, to be fair, Jeff's the one that's probably getting the shit beaten out of him anyway, so... Probably, Good luck to the fat yeah. kid. And I, said the first kid, am Randy. Oh, yes, Randy. <laughs> I am Randy. Now, for all the kids in this neighbourhood, there is a small price for bus fare, if you catch my drift. Uh, you, <clears> we get your drift, Randy. Wink, wink. Lou stood up, ready to punch the lights out of the kid's eyes when one of his friends pulled a knife on him. Tsk, tsk, tsk. Why? TSK, TSK, TSK. Whatever. I had hoped you would be more cooperative, but it seems we must do this the hard way. The kid walked up to Lou and took his wallet out of his pocket. Jeff got that feeling again. Uh-oh. <laughs> the feels. Now, it was truly strong. A burning sensation. He got up, but Lou gestured him to sit down. Jeff ignored him and walked up to the kid. 
Listen here, you little punk. Give, give back my bro's wallet or else. Randy put the wallet in his pocket and pulled out his own knife. Oh, oh and what will you do? Just as he finished the sentence, Jeff, Jeff popped the kid in the nose. As Randy reached for his face, Jeff grabbed the kid's wrist and broke it. Randy screamed and Jeff grabbed the knife from his hand. Troy and Keith rushed Jeff, but Jeff was too quick. Of course. He threw Randy to the ground. Keith lashed out at him, but Jeff ducked and stabbed him in the arm. Keith dropped his knife and fell to the ground screaming. Troy rushed him too, but Jeff didn't need the, didn't even need the knife. He just punched Troy straight in the <laughs> stomach and Troy went down. As he fell, he puked all over. Oh, of course. Lou could do nothing but look in amazement at Jeff. So <clears throat> now all of a sudden, Jeff's feelings or feels um, have made him Neo out of the Matrix. Yeah. He's just out of nowhere. He learned um, Kung Fu. <laughs> he learned good. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is just this is he's becoming a super saiyan basically. It's just Jeff the Killer. Is, he's 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 making people throw up. He's good at fighting so far because of some feeling. Stepping back to when his mum forced him to come to a party. Um, yeah, it's like a superhero, or it's like the worst superhero origin Marvel could ever do. <laughs> yeah, it really oh, is. All right. Okay. <laughs> Should we carry on? Uh, yeah, let's, oh let's do God. this. Oh, my God, we're not even, like, halfway through this story. Bloody hell, it's already terrible. Uh, but, but they start splitting up. Uh, I think the action gets a bit more cut-and-paste jobby. Really? Like, the rest wasn't cut-and-paste? From fan oh, fiction? Oh, I, I bet it was. I'm, this is bad. Uh, but it's all dialogue at some point. Okay, then. All right. Jeff, how'd you do? That was all he <laughs> said. That means how do you do, not... How did you do that? How, uh, Jeff, how do you... He should have put an ellipsis afterwards. Yeah. Jeff, how yeah. do you question mark? So, like... That, so that means his the sentence he meant to say was, Jeff, how do you... How do you do? That's what I thought he meant when I first looked at it. Jeff, how yeah, do you do? Jeff, how do you... Yeah. Jeff, how do you... Like, obviously, I know what he's going for. He wants to say, Jeff, how do you... And then nothing Yeah, there's out. no suspension marks at all. Nope. Oh, God, I feel really, yeah, I feel really... Grammar Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> but there's so many in this. Okay. Hey, look, look, what we need to do um, and state before we go on is we don't think we're better than these guys. <laughs> and these guys, look, they've made a story. I'm happy they, they've made something that, uh, that you know, people find fun. But it is fun to rip on this Yeah, I think well. you probably should have had your, like, year, year seven teacher take a look at it. Before publishing it for the whole world, it's to on see. the internet. It's on for, the internet. It will not now. die now. <laughs> Nothing on the internet ever gets deleted. Just remember oh, tell that. Me about it. All right, all right. Should we carry on because Let's we're speak. already almost at an hour? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, how do you? How do you? Okay, sorry, I have to get the passes. That was all he said. They saw the bus coming and knew they'd be blamed for the whole thing, so they started running as fast as they could. I'm pretty sure there should be a comma, not a full stop, but whatever. As they ran, they looked back and saw the bus driver rushing over to Randy and the others. As Jeff and Lou made it to school, they didn't dare tell what happened. All they did was sit and listen. Lou just thought of that as his brother beating up a few kids. You know, just breaking their arms. No biggie. Yeah, but Jeff knew it was more. 
I still think it's phrased wrong. Lou just thought of that as his brother beating up a few kids, but Jeff knew it was more. Okay. It was something scary. As he got the feeling, he he felt how powerful it was. <laughs> the feels. It's hyper-realistic. <laughs> yeah. The urge to just hurt someone. He didn't like how it sounded, but he couldn't help feeling happy. Sounded? Okay. He felt that strange feeling going away and stay away for the entire day of school. Even as he walked home due to the whole thing near the bus stop and how he probably wouldn't be taking the bus anymore, he felt happy. When he got home, his parents asked him how his day was and he said in a somewhat ominous, that's the word again, ominous voice, (laughs) it was a wonderful day. Now, how would how would you say an ominous voice? How does that sound? Uh, it was a wonderful day. Why couldn't he have just been somber or something else? Why couldn't he have yeah. just opened up a thesaurus? Okay, he wrote this it, on the internet. Yeah. There's a thesaurus on the internet. You know, it would have been a lot creepier if he just said it in a normal, nice voice. It was a wonderful day. Yeah, like, that would have been that he was all cool with what happened about stabbing Every, people. Yeah. Every little thing has to have... Uh, ominous. Different, yeah, exactly. Everything uh, has to be ominous. <laughs> okay. Next morning, he heard a knock at his front door. He walked down to find two police officers at the door, his mother looking back at him with an angry look. <laughs> Jeff, these officers tell me that you attacked three kids, that it wasn't regular fighting, and then they were stabbed. Stabbed, son! <laughs> Jeff's gaze fell to the floor, showing his mother that it was true. Mum, they were the ones who put... I'm sorry, I had to, because you spelt mum wrong. M-O-M. Oh. It's M-U-M. Yeah. <laughs> it's American, isn't it? Yeah, but it's the English language. <laughs> <laughs> it says the child of immigrants. They were the ones who pulled the knives out on me and Lou. Son said one of these cops. We found three kids, two stabs, and one having a bruise on his stomach, and we have witnesses proving that you fled the scene. Now, what does that tell us? Jeff knew it was no use. He could say him and Lou had been attacked, but then there was no proof it was not them who attacked first. They couldn't say that they weren't fleeing, because truth be told, they were. So Jeff couldn't defend himself or Lou. Son, call down your brother. Jeff couldn't do it since it was him who beat up all three kids. Sir, it... it was me. I was the one who beat up the kids. Lou tried to hold me back, but he couldn't stop me. The cop looked at his bar, uh, looked at his partner and they both nod. Well, kid, looks like a year in juvie. <laughs> that was the most effective policing I've seen. In a very yeah, because long there's time. no such thing as a trial and a jury. <laughs> no, it's just Judge Dread executioner right yeah. there on the spot. Okay, so that's uh, you know life. what the scariest thing about this story is the police. I'm just like, shit, they could just send me to jail just like that. They don't like yeah, the look on my is, face. That is creepy. <laughs> yeah, it's like church, bloody hell. Okay, wait, says Lou. They all looked up to see him holding a knife. The p- officers pulled their guns and locked them <laughs> on Lou. It was me. I beat up those little punks. Have the marks to have the marks to prove it? I have the marks to prove it, love. He lifted up his sleeves to reveal cuts and bruises as if he was in a struggle. Son, just put the knife down, said the officer. Lou held up the knife and dropped it to the ground. He put his hands up and walked over to the cops. No, Lou, it was me. I did it. 
Jeff had tears running down his face. Huh, poor bro, trying to take the blame for what I did. Well, take me away. The police led Lou out to the patrol car. Lou, tell them it was me. Tell them. I was the one who beat up those kids. Jeff's mother put her hands on his shoulders. What? <laughs> what? Jeff's mother? Put her hand on put his shoulders. Sh- oh, sh- sh- yeah, I his put, shoulders. I, I thought it said her I'm shoulders. I'm pretty sure I said his. So I was like, is she giving herself a hug? <laughs> okay. Jeff, please, you don't have to lie. We know it was Lou. You can stop. Okay, Lou's her other son, all right? Wouldn't yeah. she be more frustrated and panicked about her other son being I, led away I by think, police for stabbing two children? Yeah, aside from favoritism, I'm pretty sure she likes Jeff better at this point. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> and you know, if you're if you're struggling with money, if one kid gets taken away, awesome. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they just got a new uh, promotion. She's kind of just oh, don't Jeff, please look. He's the one that did it. We should be happy that you're not going. Yeah. All right. Okay. Jeff watched helplessly as the cop car speeds off with Lou inside. A few minutes later, Jeff's dad pulls it, pulled into the driveway, seeing Jeff's face and oh. knowing something was wrong. Son, son, what is it? Jeff couldn't answer. His vocal cords were strained from crying. Instead, wait, strained from crying? His vocal cords? Really? The fuck? <laughs> what sort of crying does he do? What about, what about his cold, <laughs> ominous eyes? What, what's wrong with yeah. them, right? Aren't they? <laughs> uh, but, okay, yeah. Instead, Jeff's mother walked his father inside to break the bad news to him as Jeff wept in the driveway. Why would he weep in the driveway? That's so indecent. What would the uh, neighbours you, think? You know, this killer Jeff is starting to seem like such a fucking pussy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> This is the guy we're supposed to be scared of, um, by the way. But after an hour or so, Jeff walked back into the house, seeing that his parents were both shocked, sad, and disappointed. Oh, disappointed, really? He couldn't look at them. He couldn't see how they, see how they thought of Lou when it was his fault. He just went to sleep, trying to get <laughs> cracking up. He just... Where was it? He just went to sleep trying to get the whole thing off his mind. Two days went by with no word from Lou at, at G, JC, JDC, what is that? Uh, juvie. Oh, Juvenile Detention Centre, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, JDC, okay. No, wait, they wouldn't, he's a child, no one died, he would have been bailed, he, they wouldn't send him straight to juvie. How inaccurate he's, is he's this? Got, Where are their consultants? Got step wounds, right? <laughs> you know, you know when you watch a Michael Bay film <laughs> yeah. and they know they know stuff about the military. That's because you know they they actually research this shit. But I don't think Michael Bay does. <laughs> but he at least you know gets when you watch a Martin right, Scorsese you know? film, they get and, consultants yeah. in. I don't think Michael Bay does. Fuck all. <laughs> yeah, they probably get a lawyer in so he can explain how <laughs> the justice system actually works to get that convict in jail. These guys, he hasn't quite, you know, figured out. He, he's kind of just looking on the internet himself here, trying to get research. All right, so lose that JC, JDC. Okay, so no friends to hang out with, nothing but sadness and guilt. That is until Saturday when Jeff is woke up by woke up by his mother with a happy, sunshiny face. What? Sunshiny? And... Woke up by his mother. Woken up, it should be, right? Woken up by his mother. Mm. Okay. 
Jeff, it's the day, she said as she opened the cur- opened up the curtains and let light flood into his room. What? What's today? asked Jeff as he stirs awake. Why, it's Billy's party. He was now full awake. Was we really going to do this, Mum? You know, <laughs> yeah. Brothers in JDC, are we still doing this? Mum. You're really happy about this with your sunshiny face. Yeah. Mum, you're joking, right? You don't expect me to go to some kids' party after... Oh, there we go. There was a long pause. Jeff, we both know what happened. I think this party could be the thing that brightens up the past days. Now get dressed. Jeff's mother walked out of the room and downstairs to get herself... Get ready herself, sorry. He thought himself to get up. He picked out a random shirt and a pair of jeans and walked downstairs. He saw his mother and father all dressed up. His mother in a dress and his father in a suit. He thought why they would ever wear such fancy clothes to a kid's party. He thought why... Oh, please let it be a Satanist ritual. (laughs) (laughs) That would make it interesting, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. Son, is that all you're going to wear? said Jeff's mum. Better than wearing too much, he said. His mother pushed down the feeling. His mother pushed down the feeling to yell at him. I thought he was going to talk about his own feelings again. Sorry. <laughs> his mother pushed down the feeling to yell at him and hid it with a smile. Nice parents. Yeah. Now, Jeff, we may be overdressed, but this is how you go if you want to make an impression," said his father. Jeff grunted and went back up to his room. I don't have fancy clothes," he yelled down the stairs. Just pick out something, called his mother. He looked around in his closet for what he would call fancy. He found a pair of black dress pants he had for special occasions and an undershirt. He couldn't find a shirt to go with it, though. He looked around and found only striped and patterned shirts, none of which go with the dress pants. Finally, he found a white hoodie and put it on. You know what? That is like my morning ritual. I can never find stuff that goes together. It's such no. a teenage girl's problem. <laughs> do you have lots of checkered shirts that don't I quite actually, go with your black dress pants? I actually do. <laughs> <laughs> I have lots of checkered shirts, and I'm just like, but I wear black trousers to work. Will they work? No, let's not. I'll, 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 I'll take another change of clothes with me at work and change there. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, a fr- it's frustrating stuff that this Jeff is going through. It's, he's like he's a teenage girl. Yeah. This is the real horror, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Having too many clothes and not knowing what to wear and how to put them together. Anyway. They found a way. Anyway, if you want to listen to our discretion, uh, discussion about clothes, tune in to episode <laughs> 25 when we have nothing to talk about, so we'll be talking about our closets. Anyway, let's get back to Jeff the Killer. <laughs> nice <plug. laughs> Yeah. <laughs> You're wearing that, they both said. His mother looked at her watch. Oh, no, time to change. Let's just go, she said as she heard a Jeff and his father out the door. They crossed the street over to Barbara and Billy's house. They knocked on the door and it appeared that Barbara, just like his parents, way overdre- was way overdressed. It should be was way overdressed. Like, was, yeah. yeah, way overdressed. Okay. Jesus. As they walked inside, all Jeff could see were adults. No kids. Uh-oh. The kids are out in the yard, Jeff. No, the kids are out in the yard. Full stop. Jeff, how about you go and meet some of them? Said Barbara. Wait a minute. How old is Jeff supposed to be? Well, he said that he's uh, that the twelve-year-old was about a year younger than him. So Jeff's supposed to be thirteen, I'm assuming. Still, a thirteen-year-old. You know, you don't you don't put all the kids out. Do you put out all the kids out in the yard to go play? No, usually I have to be watched by the thirteen-year-olds. 
Yeah, <laughs> this is like they're, they're making. I don't. They're not quite getting their ages right. Like, I'll go play with the kids. No, but my I think I, no, son. no. But um, I think he actually did mention that he's not a kid. He doesn't need to hang out with them. He did it earlier on. Oh, but okay. If we're going to insult something, we should actually pay attention, Chris. <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> <Yeah>. All right. <clears throat> the kids are out in the yard. Jeff, how about you go and meet some of them, said Barbara. Jeff walked out. You know what? Like, this Barbara is creeping me out purely because, you know what? If I lived in a neighbourhood and the new neighbours, one of the kids just got sent to juvie for stabbing the other kid, another kid, I wouldn't want mm. that kid's brother hanging out with my son. Yeah. Also, something about the name Barbara always screams villain as yeah. well. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Either that or Barbara Windsor. I like Barbara Windsor. I like Barbara Windsor. All yeah. right. Jeff walked out... God, this story's fucking long. Jeff walked outside to a, full, <laughs> to a yard full of kids. They were running around in, a weird cowboy, in weird cowboy costumes and shooting each other with plastic guns. He might as well be standing in a Toys R Us. Suddenly, a kid came up to him and handed him a toy gun and hat. Hey, wanna play? Oh, yes! He said. Yes. You know, because no, no kids are literate mm. at, at probably that age, you know? No. Uh, no, kid. I'm way too old for this stuff. The kid looked at him with that weird puppy dog face. Please! Said the kid. Oh. Fine, said Jeff. You know, can I just say Jeff's a fucking dick? Because yeah. I, I'm 22. <laughs> I still play with the kids when they ask me to. I play when there's no kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm always surrounded by children. <laughs> okay. Please, said the kid. Fine, said Jeff. He put on a hat and started to pretend to shoot at the kids. At first he thought it was totally ridiculous, but then he started to actually have fun. It might not have been super cool, but it was the first time he had done something that took his mind off of Lou. So he played with the kids for a while until he heard a noise, a weird rolling noise. Then it hit him. Randy, Troy and Keith all jumped over the fence on their skateboards. Jeff dropped the fake gun and ripped off the hat. Randy looked at Jeff with a burning hatred. Hello, Jeff, is it? He said. We have some unfinished business. Jeff saw his bruised nose. I think... Well, he fucked up his speech marks here, didn't he? I think yeah. we're even... I beat the crap out of you, and you got my brother sent to JDC. Wait, first off, Randy, <laughs> this guy stabbed you, by the way. Uh, broke your arm. Uh, stabbed you twice, actually, didn't he? Two guys got stabbed. Yeah. And you want to go back and actually <laughs> trade witty remarks with him once again. This is only a few days afterwards. He just got stabbed. Shouldn't yeah. he be in, like, hospital or something? Well, well, well. If it isn't the boy that stabbed me violently, you know? Yes. Okay. Randy got an angry look in his eyes. Oh, no. I don't eat... I don't go for even. I go for winning. <laughs> you may have kicked our asses that one day, but not today. As he said that, Randy rushed at Jeff. They both fell to the ground. Randy punched Jeff in the nose, and Jeff grabbed him by the ears and head-butted him. Jeff pushed Randy off him, and both rose to their feet. Kids were screaming, and parents were running out of the house. Troy and Keith both pulled guns out of their pockets. What 12-year-olds have access to... Oh, well, America. Oh, my good God. And this is happening in front of all the kids, And right? the parents are running out as well. And Jeff is dressed like a cowboy? Hopefully. Well, no, he ripped I, off the I hat. Hope. He ripped off the hat. He ripped it off. Okay. Of course, he ripped it off. No one interrupts or guts will fly, they said. 
Randy pulled a knife on Jeff and stabbed it into, into his shoulder. Maybe that's why Jeff has a thing with stabbing shoulders. He stabbed the dad <laughs> in the shoulder. He chucked the knife at the dad's shoulder at the beginning, didn't he? He did, didn't he? Yeah. Ah, connections. Yeah. We're getting into deeper stuff Okay, now. so the writer did something, right? The plot it's, a, it's a throwback to the beginning. <laughs> All right. Jeff screamed and fell to his knees. Randy started kicking him in the face. After three kicks, Jeff grabbed his foot and twisted it, causing Randy to fall to the ground. Jeff stood up and walked towards the back door. Troy grabbed him. Need some help? He picks Jeff up by the back of his collar and throws him through the patio door. As Jeff tries to stand, he is kicked down to the ground. Randy repeatedly starts kicking Jeff until he starts to cough up blood. Come on, Jeff, fight me. I don't know why I did an accent there, but I did. He picks Jeff up and throws him into the kitchen. Randy sees a bottle of vodka on the counter and smashes the glass over Jeff's head. This is a children's party. Shouldn't they keep the vodka yeah. out of re- children's reach? Whatever. What's the vodka doing there? And why is Jeff suddenly not fighting uh, when he was all Because his mummy's there. Oh, right, OK. Fight. He throws Jeff back into the living room. Come on, Jeff, look at me. Jeff glances up, his face riddled with blood. I was the one who got your brother sent to JDC. And now you're just going to sit here and let him rot in there for a whole year. Wait a minute. He only got sent to juvie for a year for stabbing two children. Oh, boy, the unbalancing issues in this (laughs) is amazing. You should be... And I don't know what Randy's thing is about getting beat up but he's uh, this guy's weird yeah maybe like he's actually taking time out of his day to you know crash a children's gate birthday crash a children's <laughs> birthday party which he didn't know he was going to be there by the way so some spying must have gone on um yeah <laughs> he really is the epitome of a 90s villain of a tv show okay you should be ashamed jeff starts to get up oh finally you stand up and fight jeff is now to his feet blood and vodka on his face once again he gets a strange feeling the one in which he hasn't felt for a while I'm sorry but that is such a Krieg line I mean story shit but I really love that blood and vodka on his face there's something really cool about that shall I continue I yeah if you want to I've actually just lost it oh finally you stand and fight Jeff is now to his feet blood and vodka on his face Krieg once again, he gets that strange feeling, the one in which he hasn't felt for a while. Finally, he's up, says Randy, as he runs at Jeff. That's when it happens. Something inside Jeff snaps. His psyche is destroyed. All rational thinking is gone. All he can do is kill. He grabs <laughs> Randy and pile drives him to the ground. Wow, nice one, Jeff. He, he pile drives Randy. <laughs> like that, I thought it was going to do something really crazy, but pile drives. No, can I just, just... say he pile drives <laughs> Randy? <laughs> I just got it. <laughs> there is some real ho- jokes aside. There's some homoeroticism going yeah. on in this. There's some subtext, I which think, we're cool with. We're cool with. Oh, we're cool with. I, I just think it's amazing. He's, 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 you know, trying to spread it in the internet. Oh, no, no, no you know what? Fucking... Like Randy's like a pretty normal name in America. Oh yeah, yeah but it, I, I, I'm sorry, but I can't and, imagine. Randy and I don't think I, I think the person that wrote this is too young to have read Karma Sutra, so you know they wouldn't know what oh, car driving right. is. 
He likes wrestling, mm-hmm. but... Okay, where are we? He, he gets on top of him and punches him straight in the heart. Of course. He gets on top of him and punches him straight in the heart. Straight in the heart! The punch causes Randy's heart to stop. <laughs> As Randy gasps for breath... Okay, that's just a sentence. Jeff hammers down on him. Punch after punch, blood gushes from Randy's body until he takes one final breath and dies. Uh, just to mention, his two friends, Bulk and Skull, have guns, so they could have stopped this at any point they wanted to. <laughs> yeah, that is true. And also, like, um, punching him in the heart would not stop it. I think maybe if he broke yeah. a rib, that pierced the heart. Yeah, I think this guy lives in a world where we are all just skin and, and guts. Watch a few no episodes bones. of ER, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Every, everyone is looking at Jeff now. The parents, the crying kids, even Troy and Keith. Although they easily break from their gaze and point the guns at Jeff. Jeff sees the guns trained on him and runs for the stairs. <laughs> As he runs, Troy and Keith let out fire on him, each shot missing. They've got Stormtrooper syndrome, I suppose. Jeff runs up the stairs. He hears Troy and Keith follow up behind. As they let out their final rounds of bullets, Jeff ducks into the bathroom. He grabs the towel rack and rips it off the wall. Troy and Keith race in, knives ready. What happens to the guns? Ready, uh, and just, yeah, I think they're out of ammo, um, <laughs> is what he was trying to say to us. <laughs> right. uh, he just used a bit too much to draw then chuck the gum at him. That's just, <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> that would slow him oh, down yeah. a little bit. Like, like that ever happens. <laughs> Troy swings his knife at Jeff, who backs away and bangs the towel rack into Troy's face. Troy goes down hard. And now all that's left is Keith. He is more agile than Troy, though. He's level 64. And ducks when <laughs> Jeff swings the towel rack. <laughs> he dropped the knife and grabbed Jeff by the neck. He pushed him into the wall. A thing of bleach... A thing of bleach <laughs> fell down on top of him. I shit you not, that's what it says. It really does. <laughs> a, thing, a thing of bleach fell down on top of him from the top shelf. Okay, let's just go with that. Like, it's uh, shouldn't it just be a bottle? Why could he just not write a, a bottle, bottle of bleach? A bottle of bleach fell down on top of him from the top shelf. <laughs> just say it fell on top. A bottle of bleach fell top of him. Or fell um, from the top shelf. Yeah. It burnt both of them, and they both stuck. Who keeps a bottle of bleach with no cap on it? <laughs> Especially Seriously, someone that really lives with children. That, that fa- that's Billy and Barbara's house. <laughs> So they start but to then again, they um, did have the bottle of vodka lying around at a kid's party. Of course, so. yeah. The, the Barbara is... You were right about her. <laughs> I mean, something about Barbara. She wants something to happen in that house. Anyway, Jeff wiped his eyes as best he could. He pulled back the towel. Uh, hold on a second. I don't straight. think Jeff understands bleach. <laughs> wipe <laughs> the bleach out of his eyes as best he could. That's all right. Just, just wipe it out. It's fine. You know, no hot... No, they didn't say, like... Um, meanwhile, halfway through the fight, they stopped and washed their face with some hot water <laughs> and then continued. Because that's what you have to do, kids, if you're listening, all right? <laughs> Just bleach ain't a laughing matter. Um, he pulled back the towel rack and swung it straight into Keith's head. As he lay there, so, so Keith has gone down. As he lay there bleeding to death, he let out an <laughs> ominous smile. And that, he didn't just let out a smile. He let out an ominous... I don't know how one lets out an ominous smile. 
<laughs> Jeff is an ominous killer. He lets out ominous smiles. He gets ominous feelings. Uh, yeah, he's just an ominous guy. Okay. What's so funny? Asked Jeff. Oh, he, we're going into Joker territory here. Keith pulled out a lighter and switched it on. I thought Keith on. was bleeding to death. I thought so too. He had the towel uh, back in his head. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> he's got bleach everywhere. Oh, Jesus. What's funny, he said, is, is that you're covered in bleach and alcohol. Jeff's eyes widened as Keith threw the lighter at him. As soon as wait, the wait, flame wait, 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 made wait. contact with him. Wait, because, because of the alcohol, right? <laughs> funny, he said. Oh, so Jeff said what's funny the second yeah. time. Oh, no, no, that's one sentence he's saying. What's funny is that you're covered in bleach and alcohol. Okay, then. All right, that just confused me. He split it up with the he said in the middle. <laughs> as soon as the flame made contact with him, the flames ignite the alcohol in the vodka. While the al- he must have had a lot of fucking vodka on him. While the alcohol burned him, the bleach bleached his skin. <laughs> My- <laughs> I'm glad they're... Fine, that, that's fine. Jeff let out a terrible screech as he caught on fire. <laughs> He tried to roll out the fire. Are you but sure it was, it was no an use. ominous screech? Sorry, I had to. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 he fell down. No, no, no. He tried to do an ominous roll to roll out the fire, but it was no use. The ominous alcohol had made him into a walking ominous inferno. He ran down the hall and fell down the. Oh, for fuck's sake, Jeff. <laughs> This is like, oh my goodness, Benny Hill shit. Found <laughs> down the stairs. Everybody started screaming as they saw Jeff, now a man on fire. No man. <laughs> Dropped to the ground, nearly dead. The last thing Jeff saw was his mother and the other parents trying to extinguish the flame. Probably with Wait, was that just the one flame? Then what's the big deal about? That's when he passed out. Oh, it was just the one. If it was it one flame oh. or many flames, okay? Because many flames is a big deal. One flame, not really. He could put it out himself. Yeah. I, you know, they. I, I've had this, one this, flame on my arm before. I put it out. Yeah, I, this vodka, right? I've seen uh, bottles of vodka. You can get so much on. If you smash it on someone's head, is it really going to be? I'm not going. I'm not going to bring science into this. That's it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when Joe woke, he had a cast wrapped around his face. He couldn't see anything, but he felt a cast on his shoulder and stitches all over his body, because fire does that, kids. <laughs> he tried to stand up, but he realised that there was some tube in his arm, and when he tried to get up, it fell out, and a nurse rushed in. How did he know a nurse rushed in? He's got his head thrown up. Okay. I don't think you can get out of bed just yet, she said, as she put him back in his bed and reinserted the tube. Jeff sat there with no vision, no <clears throat> idea of what his surroundings were, except for the nurse, which he knew was a nurse. <laughs> Finally, after hours, he heard his mother. Honey, are, are, are you okay? she asked. Jeff couldn't answer, though. His face was covered, and he was unable to speak. Oh, honey, I have great news. Again with the great news? After all, the witnesses told the police that Randy confessed of trying to attack you. They decided to let you go. This made Jeff almost bolt up, stopping halfway, remembering the tube coming out of his arm. <laughs> oh, my God. He'll be out by tomorrow, and then you, you two will be able to be together again. This... Uh, Jeff's mother hugs Jeff. <laughs> oh, 
my God, straight away. <laughs> Jeff's mother hugs Jeff and says her goodbyes. The next couple of weeks were those where Jeff was visited by his family. Then came the day where his bandages were to be removed. His family were all there to see it, what he would look like. As the doctor unwrapped the bandages from Jeff's face, everyone was on the edge of their seats. They waited until the last bandage holding the cover over his face was almost removed. Let's hope for the best, said the doctor. What a <laughs> fucking shit doctor. <laughs> I swear, you should know what he looks like now. You're just being cruel. Okay, said the doctor. He quickly pulls the cloth, letting the rest fall from Jeff's face. Jeff's mother screams at the sight of his face. Bad mother. <laughs> Lou and Jeff's dad stare. Oh, this is just a bad family. Um, okay, what? <laughs> Wait, I'm just going to... He's been lit on fire, right? So he's probably got no lips. What? What happened to my face? <laughs> Jeff said. He rushed out of bed and ran to the bathroom. He looked in the mirror and saw the cause of the distress. His face. It, it's horrible. He had a flame on it. His cause is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> just the one I've flame, though. No. I've been hit by a liar and I, just, I turned out horrible. You know, <laughs> His lips were all burnt to a deep shade of red. Oh, his face was turned into a pure white colour. I don't know how. Maybe that's the bleach. And his hair singed from brown to black. Hey, there's nothing wrong he with black hair, right? Hey, nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, if you get hit by fire, you shouldn't even have... Yeah, that is true. With. Like, every time I... <laughs> yeah, every time I burn my fringe off, I have to have another haircut. It's ridiculous. L yeah, lucky he's just changed colour, you know, it's just singed. Yeah. <laughs> he slowly put his hand to his face... It had a sort of leathery feel to it now. He looked back at his family, then back to the mirror. Jeff, said Lou, it's not that bad. Not that bad, said Jeff. It's perfect. His family were equally surprised. Jeff started laughing uncontrollably. His parents noticed that his left eye and hand were twitching. Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, Jeff, are you okay? Okay, fuck the lips. Okay, I've never felt more happy. <laughs> Look at me. This, fa <laughs> this face goes perfectly with me. He couldn't stop laughing. He stroked his face, feeling it, looking at it in the mirror. What caused this? Well, you may recall that when Jeff was fighting Randy, something in his mind, his sanity, snapped. Now he he was left as a crazy killing Wait, can that, that stop that? The few weeks he was in the hospital and they were actually having conversations with the fucker. Yeah. Oh, it says he w just woke, so I'm assuming... No, 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 no. But then a few weeks went by. Oh, yeah. yes, of course. But not just that. Is this guy telling us what's already implied? <laughs> yeah. Like, he, he, he actually thinks, oh, maybe these guys are too dumb. <laughs> yeah, okay, we're coming to the end much. of this, this. We're coming to the end of this spooky, spectacular now, oh, Tommy. Right. Oh. Doctor said Jeff's mum. Is my son all right? Uh, you know, in the head. <laughs> oh, yes. This behaviour is typical for patients that have taken very large amounts of painkillers. If this behaviour doesn't change in a few weeks, bring him back here and we'll give him a psychological That's absolute test. fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. Shit. The, the writer does not have a medical degree. We already know this now. Or a pharmacy uh, degree. Or pharmacy? Chemistry yeah. degree. <laughs> One of them. This is... Just silly. Oh, thank you, Doctor. Jeff's mum went over to Jeff. Jeff, sweetie, it's time to go Wait, home. can I just stop you there before we read the rest of it? When they take him home, does he murder his family by any chance? 
I've no oh, idea. Okay, that's okay. I, Let's carry I, on I, then. The, the thing is, the only time I read about this synopsis was that beginning extract with the guy, like the urban right. legend of All right, him let's just place up. bets. Right, I right. place the bet that he will murder his family when they take him home. And that's I, what... I, yeah, it's a bit like Halloween, isn't it? Oh, my God, this is exactly like Halloween, the origin story of Michael Myers. There you go. It's also a bit of a rip-off as well. And Leatherface as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, you make that bet, right? Yeah. I bet that Randy is... Oh, wait, no, he's dead, isn't he? Oh, no, shit. no, it's Keith that's dead, isn't it? Oh, no, Randy is no, dead as Randy. well. Randy's dead. I'm, I, oh, I was going to say he's probably the father of the son that was in the story at the beginning, but no, nah, I can't say that. I, I, I bet one of those characters comes back into it, especially Barbara. I Ugh. bet that the writer says ominous a few more times. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we, we'll get that, I, I'm sure of it. Okay. Oh, thank you, Dr. Jeff's mum went over to Jeff. Jeff, we, it's time to go. Jeff looks away from the mirror. His face is still formed into a crazy smile. Okay, mummy. <laughs> his mother took him by the shoulder and took him to get his clothes. Always taking everyone by the shoulder. Yeah. This is what came in, said the lady at the desk. Jeff's mum's look, uh, looked down to see the black dress, pants, and the white hoodie her son wore. Now they were clean of blood and now stitched together. Yeah, because they wouldn't just throw it away, would they? <laughs> no, of course. They're also a tailor. Um, <laughs> Jeff's mother led him to his room and made him put his clothes on. Then they left, not knowing that this was their final day of life. Oh, oh I my knew god! It. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Later that night, Jeff's mother woke <clears throat> to a sound coming from the bathroom. It sounded as if someone was crying. She slowly walked over to see what it was. When she looked into the bathroom, she saw a horrendous sight. Jeff had taken a knife and carved a smile into his cheeks. Jeff, what are you doing? asked his mother. Jeff looked over to his mother. I couldn't keep smiling, mummy. It hurt after a while. Now I can smile forever. Jeff's mother noticed his eyes ringed in black. <laughs> Jeff, your eyes! His eyes were seemingly never closing. <laughs> His eyes were seemingly never closing. <laughs> seemingly, but never closing. <laughs> I couldn't see my face. I got tired and my eyes just started to close. I burned out the eyelids so I could see, I could forever see myself, my new face. Okay, your eyes would just <laughs> fuck up, mate. Jeff's mother slowly started to back away, seeing what her son, that her son was going insane. Was going. What's wrong, mummy? Was going insane. Was, was going insane. It, 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 we can fix him. What's wrong, Mummy? Aren't I beautiful? Yes, son, she said. Yes, you are. Let, let me go get Daddy so he can see your face. She went into the room and shook Jeff's dad from his sleep. Honey, get the gun. We. She stopped as she saw Jeff in the doorway holding a knife. Mummy, you lie. What 13-year-old says Mummy? Yeah. And what mum says the first result is to get the gun. Yeah, that's your son, you psychotic Yeah, he's, he's crazy, but I'm pretty sure it's genetically inherited. Yeah, this, this is when you can tell it's written by a teenager who has no essence of family or, you know... A teenager he's, he's only... obsessed with guns, it seems, and knives. Oh, yeah, well, that works for him. Yeah. Okay, uh, that's the last thing they hear as Jeff rushes them with the knife, gutting both of them. Nice. His brother Lou woke up, startled by some noise. He didn't hear anything else, so he just shut his eyes and tried to go back to sleep. As he was on the border of slumber, he got the strangest feeling that someone was watching him. 
looked up before Jeff's hand covered his mouth. He slowly raised the knife, ready to plunge it into Lou. Lou thrashed here and there, trying to escape Jeff's grip. Shh, Jeff said. Just go to sleep. <laughs> the end. <laughs> yeah, I think the scariest thing about this story is that we've gotten to the end of it, and I can now see the rating is 8.7 out of 10. <laughs> yeah, so you, the, the, the grade that these people give these stories is nothing to go by, seriously. <laughs> but it's, it's kind of entertaining in its own little way. Does, isn't it? Well, we spent an hour just taking the piss out of it, so yeah. <laughs> so basically, when we said we were going to discuss creepypasta at the beginning of the episode, we should have said, we're going to read you a story <laughs> for an hour. Well, I surprise. did not think that we spent that long on it. Was it a whole hour? Yeah. It was over, I think it's over an hour. Yeah, but yeah, so that's a typical example of creepypasta, which people uh, on the internet love, but you, for some reason, um, they, they love this stuff, even though it's badly written, cliched as hell, uh, it's hyper, hyper cliched, and it's, there's, it's, uh, it's just, it's really bad. If you saw this in a book, you'd want your money back. If you saw it in a cinema, you'd walk out. Um... Well, something about the internet, it brings together the good and the bad. Oh, I wish it didn't, And just didn't, puts it though. on one side. I know, I know. There's no quality control on this stuff. Like, there's no sense but... of achievement anymore, though, isn't there? Like, stuff with creepypasta. You would have to spend years refining a piece of your creative work and send it into and a this publisher. Gets 8.7? Yeah, send it into a publisher to see what they think, and then you have rejection after rejection after rejection until someone gives you a shot. That's yeah. achievement. Now anyone could self-publish. That, it's, not it's, even, it's the reason yeah. for all the Twilights and the Fifty Shades of Grey in the world, I think. Oh, boy. You know, I'm, I'm going to say even Twilight has a better story than this. I still say Twilight is the worst thing I've ever read in my entire life. <laughs> you actually read it? Yeah, I read the first book. Oh, wow. I, 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 I think that's the last book I ever read. <laughs> I was just like, no, no more. I can't do it anymore. I used to read books constantly, and then I'm pretty sure that's the last book I've, ever, I, I've read. Oh, God, it was awful. Hey, look, you balance out Harry Potter. Yeah, Harry Potter's brilliant. Go. That's mm. got a storyline. Well, as we conclude this, uh, should we wrap it up here? Yeah, well, I think we have to. <laughs> I, I, had other, well, I have other things that I wanted to say, but it doesn't matter now we have to wrap it up. <laughs> Till next time, Til next anyway. Time. That was... Jeff the Killer and a creepy pasta goodbye to all you fans out there. Bye from <laughs> Tarmim and Chris at the Dork Seduction because we did not introduce ourselves at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>